time for your morning briefing of junior mining and mineral exploration news. You are tuned in to Mining Stock Daily. Now, reporting from the Clear Creek Digital Studios in Denver, Colorado, here's your host, Trevor Hall. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back into Mining Stock Daily. This is Trevor Hall. Today is Thursday, August 13th. Hope everybody's doing wonderful out there. Tuesday's sell-off in gold and silver continued into Wednesday night with October gold being pushed down as low as $1,875 and September silver falling to $23.60. But just after midnight New York time, gold shot up $75 on no news, triggered while silver soared $2.75 to $26.50. Gold settled up $2.70 from Tuesday's day closing price while silver was down slightly from Tuesday's day close. The gold-silver ratio settled at 75. It has been as high as 79 on Tuesday. The mining stocks rallied Wednesday to close marginally higher than Tuesday, but well off their highs of the day. The Mining Stock Journal believes there's still another price management attack coming as the banks look to shrink their net short position in the metals and book profits on shorts fed into the market when gold was over $2,000 and silver was pushing $30. The action in the stocks on Wednesday signaled the possibility of continued effort by the banks to push the metals lower for now. The newsletter concedes that the sudden rally in the metals early Wednesday morning offers the possibility that Tuesday's attack was not much more than a one-day failed effort. We'll get to the news out of the miners and explorers here in just a moment, but first a mention of today's sponsor. This episode of Mining Stock Daily is brought to you by Integra Resources. Integra Resources trades on the TSX Venture under ITR and on the NYSE American with ITRG. Integra Resources is advancing its past-producing Delamar Gold-Silver project in southwest Idaho through aggressive drilling and exploration. The latest resources estimate released last summer showed approximately 4 million gold-equivalent ounces in the measured and indicated category. The maiden PEA of the project established a net present value of $473 million and an IRR of 43%. Read more about the company and its successful management team at integraresources.com. And here's what you need to know this morning. Visla Resources says it has made its second discovery from the Panuco Silver Gold Project. New drill results from the San Carlos mine on the Animus Vein Corridor returned 421 grams per ton silver equivalent over 6.75 meters, including an interval of 1,245 grams per ton silver equivalent over 1.5 meters. The San Carlos mine is over 6 kilometers east of the recent discovery at the Napoleon Vein Corridor. Two more holes are yet to have results released. One hole is in the lab for testing while the other is in progress to test 25 meters to the south of the initial discovery. The San Carlos segment of the Animus Vein Corridor is a roughly north-south trending vein that dips approximately 50 degrees to the west. This represents a significant change in orientation compared to the general northwest trend of the Animus Corridor and is likely related to a north-south trending structure that offsets the main trend and localizes mineralization at San Carlos. Visla trades on the TSX Venture with VZLA and on the OTCQB with VIZSF. 
Wallbridge Mining reported drill results from Area 51 at the Fenelon Gold property this morning. The company says today's results confirm the significant underground, high-grade resource potential of the zone. The four surface drill holes reported today included 13.1 grams per ton gold over 3.45 meters and 5.32 grams per ton gold over 21.5 meters. CEO Mars Cord says Area 51, discovered in early 2019, has now been modeled as a network of 28 mineralized zones with varying strike lengths to 300 to 500 meters from surface down to around 600 meters depth. Strong intersections of high-grade gold mineralization in these veins demonstrate the potential for a significant underground resource in addition to the potential of an open pit resource. Walbridge trades on the TSX Venture with WM. Silvercrest Metals released additional drill results of the Bobby Vista vein at its Las Chispas property located in Sonora, Mexico. The current drill program at Bobby Vista is designed to expand and infill high-grade precious metal mineralization to be included in the updated resource for the ongoing feasibility study. The results today at Bobby Vista demonstrate high-grade continuity and a developing high-grade zone similar to the adjacent Bobby Canora vein and Bobby Canora Norte vein. These high-grade veins are near surface with underground development underway and are being considered for mining early in the mine life. Hole 60 establishes a new grade thickness record for the property, returning 1.3 meters, grading 634.5 grams per ton gold, and get this, 26,003 grams per ton silver for 73,595 grams per ton silver equivalent. Silvercrest trades on the TSX with SIL and on the NYSC American with SILV. Also in Mexico, Kootenay Silver shared results of an additional four holes from its 7,000 meter drill program at the Columba Silver Project in Chihuahua. Assays returned 608 grams per ton silver over 5 meters with an intercept of 229 grams per ton silver over 22 meters. Drilling is ongoing and more results will be released once holes are completed and as assays are received, compiled, and interpreted. Kootenay trades on the TSX Venture with the symbol KTN. And now we turn it over to Kai Hoffman for this week's Ornink Weekly Update. Welcome back to another update of the Ornink Index Weekly. My name is Kai Hoffman. I'm the CEO of Ornink. The Ornink Index fell in the week ending August 7th to 88.13 from 94.76 a week ago as financings and brokered action sort certainly declined. We've seen no broad deals in the last week, hence the lower score. It's still a good score because we see still quite a few financings out there, 47 in total. Um, only two brokered financings for a total of $33 million. That's a five-week low. As I mentioned, no bought deals. And total dollars decreased also to $144.6 million, a five-week low. Average offer size increased to about $2.5 million. That's a two-and-a-half-week high. And uh, financing highlight of the week was Nova Resources announcing a $30 million brokered placement and uh, also up to nine, or close to a million dollars in subscription receipts for a non-broker part for $3 million. Um, the syndicate is led by Clara Securities and Stifle GMP and uh, Nova will be using the proceeds to fund the acquisition of the outstanding shares of Millennial Minerals, an asset that's 10 kilometers away from Nova's Beaton's Creek conglomerate gold project in Western Australia. 
Other financing highlights or openings this week include Chesapeake Gold opening a $20 million offering on a best efforts basis. Apra Plata opened a $15 million offering also on a best efforts basis. Uh, that deal is expected to be closed on August 27th. Cylon Graphite opened an $8.1 million offering also on a best efforts basis. Financing closing, some of the bigger ones include Revival Gold. They closed a $15.05 million offering. That was a bought deal led by uh, uh, BMO Capital Markets. And uh, Royal Road closed an $11.5 million offering led by Stifle GMP. Soma Silver closed an $8 million offering. And uh, BlackRock Gold closed a $7.5 million offering. That's it from the Orin Inc. side this week. Make sure to follow us at orininc.com, at Orin Inc. on Twitter. Uh, make sure to follow us there as well and appreciate any feedback. Uh, looking forward to hearing from you and stay tuned until next week. And in a quick hit list of other news out this morning, Mavericks Metals announced a record past quarter with $11 million in revenue. Caliber is acquiring the remaining 70% interest in the Eastern Barossi Gold Silver property from IM Gold. Kirkland Lake announced the sale of Osisco Mining and Novo Resources shares and will continue its repurchasing program. Enduro Metals is increasing their private placement to just over $11 million. And Condor Gold says it has significantly de-risked the La India project with purchasing 85% of the land within the permitted mine site infrastructure and completing key engineering studies. That's it from us this morning. we got a busy day here. Not only do we have a couple of market commentaries underway, but I'll also be hosting a segment of Spotlight Mining SummerSlam. You can find a registration link at spotlightmining.com. Should be a really good time. We're looking forward to it. Mining Stock Daily is distributed over a dozen different networks throughout the world and in proud partnership with the Junior Mining Network. It is produced by Clear Creek Digital and Investment Research Dynamics Mining Stock Journal. I'm Trevor Hall. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Be well. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein.